0: It's really good to be back home. I had a nice time down south with people who uh, couldn't quite work out where Hillhead was and then were a bit confused because I was English coming from Glasgow. But hey, there you go. It's great to be back home and it's good to be together to worship God. Some words from the Psalms. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us. That your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you rule the peoples justly and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. Then the land will yield its harvest and God, our God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth will fear God. Our prayer this morning is drawn from Christian Aid Resources. When I say, we praise your name, good Lord, could you please reply, let all the people praise you. We praise your name, good Lord, let all the people praise you. Let's pray together. Rainbow God, we praise you for the beauty of planet Earth, for the deep blue of the oceans with the splendor of sea creatures, shy shellfish hiding hiding in crevices, spouting whales majestically riding the waves, playful dolphins trying new games, and vast shoals of multicoloured fish. For the variety of sea life, we praise your name, good Lord. Let all the people praise you. For the green meadows and heather covered hills, for orchards abundantly producing apples, red and green, for fields of barley corn and yellow mustard, for herds of cows replete with milk, for flocks of sheep caring for playful lambs, for horse chestnut brown, milk white and coal black, for all the variety of the countryside, we praise your name, good Lord, let all the people praise you. For the city where we live, for sandstone tenements and new build homes, for double decked buses and underground trains, for play parks and museums, for schools and hospitals, for shops and offices, cafes and bar, for the thousands of people for whom it is home. We praise your name, good Lord. Let all the people praise you. For the sun that shines bright in the sky. For the clouds full of rain, showering blessings. For scent-filled air, life-sustaining. For the majestic eagle soaring over mountains. For the lark, filling the air with her song. For lines of geese. Heading for home. Rainbow God, for all this loveliness, we praise your name, good Lord. Let all the people praise you. Amen.
1: I'm reading from the Good News Bible, and our first reading is from Ezekiel 47, verse 1 to 12, and it's page 853 in the Pew Bible. The man led me back to the entrance of the temple. Water was coming out from under the entrance and flowing east, the direction the temple faced. It was flowing down from under the south part of the temple, past the south side of the altar. The man then took me out of the temple area by way of the north gate and led me round to the gate that faces east. A small stream of water was flowing out at the south, "'South side of the gate. "'With his measuring rod, "'the man measured 500 metres downstream to the east "'and told me to wade through the stream there. "'The water came only to my ankles. "'Then he measured another 500 metres "'and the water came up to my knees. "'Another 500 metres further down, "'the water was up to my waist. "'He measured 500 metres more, "'and there the stream was so deep I could not wade through it. It was too deep to cross except by swimming. He said to me, Mortal man, note all this carefully. Then the man took me back to the bank of the river, and when I got there, I saw that there were very many trees on each bank. He said to me, This water flows through the land to the east and down into the Jordan Valley and to the Dead Sea. When it flows into the Dead Sea, it replaces the salt water of that sea with fresh water. Wherever the stream flows, there will be all kinds of animals and fish. The stream will make the water of the Dead Sea fresh, and wherever it flows, it will bring life. From the springs of Engedi all the way to the springs of Glen, there will be fishermen on the shore of the sea, and they will spread out their nets there to dry. (coughs) There will be as many different kinds of fish there as there are in the Mediterranean Sea, but the water in the marshes and ponds along the shore will not be made fresh. They will remain there as a source of salt. On each bank of the stream, all kinds of trees will go to provide food. Their leaves will never wither And they will never stop bearing fruit. They will have fresh fruit every month because they are watered by the stream that flows from the temple. The trees will provide food and their leaves will be used for healing people. And our second reading is from John chapter 4, verse 5 to 14, and it's page 120 in the Pew Bible. In Samaria, he came to a town named Sychar, which was not far from the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired out by the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. A Samaritan woman came to draw some water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink of water. His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The woman answered, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan. So how can you ask me for a drink? Jews will not use the same cups and bowls that Samaritans use. Jesus answered, If only you knew what God gives and who it is that is asking you for a drink. You would ask him, and he would give you life-giving water. Sir, the woman said, You haven't got a bucket, and the well is deep. Where would you get that life-giving water? It was our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well. He and his sons and his flocks all drank from it. You don't claim to be greater than Jacob, do you? Jesus answered, Whoever drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring, which will provide him with life-giving water and give him eternal life. And our last reading is from Revelation chapter 2, verse 1 to 5, and page 330. In the Pew Bible. The angel also showed me the river of the water of life, sparkling like crystal, and coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb, and flowing down the middle of the city street. On each side of the river was the tree of life, which bears fruit twelve times a year, once each month, and its leaves are for the healing of the nations. Nothing that is under God's curse will be found in the city. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads. There shall be no more night, and they will not need lamps or sunlight, because the Lord God will be their light, and they will rule as kings forever. And ever may God grant us the understanding of his word. No sermon
0: today, just some words of scripture and the challenge of relating them to the information from Christian aid and our life here at Hillhead. Water is an image prevalent throughout the Bible Chaotic seas terrified ancient people, rain enabling crops to grow, waters of the womb and waters of baptism, water to quench thirst and water of destruction sweeping away all in its path. We know water can be beneficial and it can be dangerous, and we are wary of simplistic responses. We watch or read news reports that remind us how too much water or too little water can be equally catastrophic. And we discover how the actions we take or don't take impact on the lives of people that most probably we will never meet. I don't know if you caught the words on the soundtrack to that second video But they were these, sing, sing like you've never sung, sing of the joy to come. And I think each of the three readings we heard in some way connects with that and invites us to consider how we make that dream a reality. So firstly, the dream, the book of Revelation, as it nears its close, has this beautiful image of recreation. A city, it's great that it's a city because we live in one, with a life-giving river flowing through it. Somehow it never overflows the banks and floods the land, but neither is it emptied and parched and dry. Unpolluted, crystal clear waters sparkle, and the sound of its flow delights the hearer. This image, this dream, inspires women to sing as they walk long distances to draw water from tube wells in far-off lands. This is the image that the child sings of as they play in the muddy shallows or use a discarded bicycle wheel as a toy. This is the image of which men sing as they survey parched fields and dying crops. Sing. Sing like you've never sung. Sing of the joy to come. And then a vision. Ezekiel's vision of the river. Hundreds and hundreds of years before something very similar in Revelation but with slightly different emphasis and different insights. A life-giving river flowing out from the temple, the source, the dwelling place of God. And around about a quarter of a mile from that source, it is ankle deep, safe to paddle in, easy to cross. Undoubtedly home to frogs and newts, a playground for children, and not yet a full, flowing river. By half a mile, it is knee-deep, and whilst it's still fun to play in, it is certainly a river by now. Fish swim in it. It carves its way through the banks, carrying with it twigs and leaves. By three-quarters of a mile, it is waist-deep. You can't play in it anymore. A grown person can just about wade across, feeling the current tugging at their clothes, conscious of the power of the water. And by a mile from the source, it is so deep that the only way to cross is to swim. This is no tame playground. It's a river teeming with life, nourishing the land on the banks, and hurrying onwards to the sea, to its destination. There are many ways we can hear these words, but just suppose that that river represents the love of God through the mission of God. Where are we on that river? Are we contentedly playing in the shadows, dipping our toes in, squealing if the water is cold, and fleeing away if we spot a crab coming our way? Are we where it is still quite safe, still playing, enjoying the coolness of the water around our legs? But it's so easy to get back to the bank and to safety when we've had enough. Are we waist deep, beginning to be aware of the danger, but drawn into the excitement of what's going, and yet still resisting going fully into the river? Or are we, in fact, swimming in the deep river, conscious that it risks us being swept away and yet thrilled at the freedom and fulfillment it brings us to swim in the current? Sing. Sing like you've never sung. Sing of the joy to come. And then there is Jesus who is speaking riddles, as Jesus does, to a woman at a well and to people gathered in a church in Glasgow. The human Jesus is thirsty and has no bucket. He needs a drink and he asks the woman of a different nationality and of debatable social standing to give him a drink. The divine Christ offers her living water, clear, clean, refreshing and cleansing. He offers her new hope, new dreams, new life, new joy. And here is part of the mystery for us to think about at the start of Christian Aid Week. How often we talk about ourselves as the body of Christ ...in this place. One of those lovely expressions we use to describe the church. How often we speak of being Christ's hands and feet. If we are to be Christ to others... ...then we must also be the life-giving water. The source of refreshment. The bringer of hope. The bringer of joy. So through our lives... Through our giving, in our doing, and in our praying, may we sing. Sing like we've never sung. Sing of the joy to come. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our prayers this morning are centred around the bottle of water. So if anybody hasn't got a bottle of water, can you wave at me and I'll try and get one to you. Anybody not got (laughs) water? Has everybody got a bottle of water? Our prayers are partly physical as well as words this morning. So let us pray. Hold the bottle of water in your hands. Pause for a moment to think how it reached you. Who collected the water? Filtered out the impurities? Destroyed the unhealthy bacteria and made it safe for you to enjoy? <coughs> Who made the plastic bottle? Who filled it and sealed it? who delivered it to the shop from which it was bought. Holy God, giver of life, we are truly blessed to have safe, clean water available to us in our homes at the turn of a tap. and privileged to be able to choose to buy this or that brand in the shops. We pray for those who have no access to safe, clean water Or who must walk long distances and then pay to access it. Thank you for the work of Christian Aid, bringing safe, clean water to all people. Now, carefully open the bottle and take a drink of the water. As you drink, feel the cooling flow, quenching your thirst and refreshing your mouth. Think of how you use water every day in your cooking and your drinking. Holy God, as we hear the sounds of bottles opening and closing, We pray for those who are thirsty and hungry. For people who, due to poverty or disaster, have nothing to drink or eat today. We pray for those who seek to alleviate the injustice that creates poverty, hunger and thirst. Asking you to prosper their work in providing aid, educating communities and influencing governments. Thank you for the work of Christian Aid in their campaigns for justice. Now, very carefully, pour a few drops of water onto your hand. Rub your wet hand over some dry skin and feel the cleansing that it brings. Think how you use water daily in washing and in cleaning. Holy God, giver of life, we pray for those who feel dirty, for people whose innocence has been stolen or whose lifestyle choices bring them shame. We pray for those who work to bring hope and healing to lives broken by human sinfulness. Thank you for the work of Christian Aid, supporting vulnerable and damaged people in building new lives and daring to dream new dreams. Now, hold the bottle again in both hands. Take a moment to think Of your own needs. Perhaps for gratitude. Perhaps for refreshment. Perhaps for cleansing. Perhaps for healing. Perhaps for courage to dip your toe in the river of life. Perhaps for courage to go deeper in your faith. perhaps for courage to swim in the current of God's mission. In the quiet, take a moment to bring these things to God. Holy God, giver of life, source of hope, Motive for joy. Accept our prayers and empower us to live the answers. For we pray in Christ's name. Amen.